Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey guys, welcome back to 3 Travel Gamers. This is episode 22, and I'm here with Colin. Hey guys. And we have a lot to talk about today, so let's just jump right into it. So this was leaked, I believe, a couple weeks ago at this point, um, but we haven't talked about it yet. What's your thoughts on the leaked Tears of the Kingdom Switch? Do you think it's real? Do you think it's not? What What do you think about its looks? Just tell me about it. I mean, I think it's real. I want to believe that it is real anyways. I mean, it looks cool. It's rather basic, though. So, I mean, like I said, but it could be their way of slowly transitioning back into that game since, like I said, after the pandemic, more companies are starting to do the themed consoles. So, like I said, it makes sense. There's a new Zelda game coming out, so why not boost up the OS sales? Right. I agree with that. I think it is real because the amount of talent of Photoshop you would have to have to do that. I mean, I think it's real. It looks really good. I definitely, I'll definitely pick it up once I get the money. Uh, I think there's videos of it too. That's what really drove me to it. Oh, I didn't see the videos. I just seen the pictures on Imager. Yeah, that was but leaked. you know how Nintendo is, they don't really release anything super early, so it would have to be part of the team releasing it. Yeah, definitely somebody inside or close to somebody inside anyway that has it already, but it looks really good. Like I said, I'll definitely be picking it up because I'm a huge Zelda fan and I'm going to collect it. And It looks pretty good. Uh, the design that left Joy-Con has like that green on it. That's the only thing that's kind of off-putting. The rest don't even have green on it. But it still looks good because, you know, Zelda's colors are gold and green and white. I mean, that's still the main color. I mean, his main tunic is usually green, which right. I, I know the champion's tunic in Breath of the Wild was blue, which is just allowed you to see the hit points of your opponents. But, yeah. like I said, at the end of the day, green is usually what Link is referred with. Right. It looks good, regardless. But um, I'm surprised it took so long for Nintendo to do themed Switches because for the longest time they wasn't doing themed Switches. I believe, best I can remember, the first one they did was the Animal Crossing one for the V1 Switch. But then, ever since then, they've been doing a lot more on their bigger first-party games. And I understand with Breath of the Wild being a launch title, them not doing a theme switch they just had the gray joy con and the neon blue and red joy cons at launch but if they did do a breath of the wild theme switch that would have sold pretty well i think that would have been a good launch 
thing to have for the Switch. Oh, definitely. Yeah, like I said, it's it's forever basic design. So, I mean, I could see where people could think it was photoshopped, but at the same time, it's too in depth, like you said, to be photoshopped. I mean, even the gold is—you can see it reflecting off the light, like the gold painting. Mm-hmm. You can see it just reflecting off the light. How are you going to Photoshop that that well? And I think it's real. And the, just the way it looks like you can, you know, when you open a switch, the plastic, you know, it's everything's sleeved in plastic and everything. So, which I think the only way they can manage to do that if they have like one of those reflective like stickers situations. Yeah. But still, why would you put that much? I mean, obviously, if you was like doing it for yourself, yeah, that would make sense. But to have that much time, which I know some people have that as a hobby, but you know, it's yeah. just to me, it just seems a little out like i said too much detail for it to be for a personal thing too much detail for it just to trick people online as you know fake so all right moving on uh since start of the year um nintendo's already announced that they aren't having they aren't doing a switch pro they said that it was a thing but then they canceled it so and since there's not going to be any Switch Pro rumors going on this year, since Nintendo shot that down, the F Zero and the Metro Prime rumors are back already. So, what's your opinion on those? Well, as mentioned, I mean, we talked about it before. It's been a few episodes ago, quite a few episodes ago. Yeah, <laughs> and it wasn't really even a topic; it was a mention. It was a rabbit right. hole. But I mean, I think they're just rumors. I don't see them actually doing anything with it. I, what I see happening before that would even happen in the first place is tell you how far out I actually think it would be as a rumor is I believe that they would add GameCube to the extension pass before they would even bring F-Zero back in the first place. And then to go along with Prime, I think we would get a new Prime game. So we would get Prime 5 before we got a remaster of the first two. Okay. Well, Colin, I'll have to disagree on that. Because I think... Just disagree, or are you disagreeing because you actually agree? I'm disagreeing because I actually disagree. I I don't think they're going to put GameCube on the expansion pass. I think that GameCube is too new, and they can remake them and sell them for $60, so they'll make more money doing that than doing jacking up the price on the expansion pass again. Oh, so, I don't think they're going to. I'm just saying I would see that happen first. Right, yeah. <laughs> but I think... Because back last year, everybody's been saying that the Metroid Prime, for the first one, the remake is done. They're just waiting on Nintendo to release it. But also, Metroid Prime 4 is in the works as well. So, well, which one comes out first? So, we haven't heard any, any updates on Metroid Prime 4 for a while. So, But anyway, I have a article here it's from source go nintendo but nate the hate i don't know if you've heard of him colin but he's a pretty reliable insider when it comes to nintendo rumors and things but um one guy too that was steered us wrong on the uh nintendo direct (laughs) yeah but um it said that nate said that F-Zero's time will come in 2023. 
And then he also states in the same article that the original Metroid Prime has been completed since summer 2021, and Nintendo has just been waiting to release it. So I'm going to take, because usually, you know, Nintendo does a direct, usually typically in February, but they might do it in January, just depending on how they feel. Just to start out the year, tell you what's in the first half of the, you know, the yeah. uh, year for releasing games and such. So I'm going to say that Metroid Prime Remake will be announced in the Nintendo Direct January or February. Isn't it coming up on its 20th anniversary? Metroid Prime, I believe it's it's 35th, is it not? I'm talking about the actual Prime games, not the Metroid oh, series. Oh, yeah, 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 Metroid Prime came out 2000, yeah, maybe so 2003. Just, so, yeah, I think it'll be announced in the Nintendo Direct. I could be wrong. I have no proof saying that, but that's just my thoughts and my gut feeling. But uh, Nate said F-Zero's time will come in 2023, so we'll see if they remake F-Zero from the GameCube or if they come out with a new game. But everybody's leaning towards the remake of the GameCube version because that was the last one that came out, so everybody remembers that one. Is really fond of it. So, yeah, what there was one for the N sixty four, but there was that one, and they was done as a series. Yeah, but everybody loved the series. Personally, I I have played F Zero, but I mean, not a huge fan. It's just a racing game, really, a fast paced racing game with Captain Falcon. Fast paced Mario Kart. Yeah, so <laughs> I know a lot of people would be excited and that it would sell well on the switch because everything does everything's million seller you know million copies sold guaranteed on switch rate huh you think it'll hit the same rate as platoon hit or platoon no. three <laughs> no maybe maybe metro prime would but probably not quite that high left out there huh you think there's that many Metroid fans left out there? I think so. It's grown a lot in the past few years. It used to be there wasn't a lot out there, but since, I mean, 20 years ago, there's been a lot more Metroid fans out there than there used to be. So maybe not quite Splatoon 3, but I'd say in the first week, it'll definitely get at least half a million, I'd hope. It's still insane to think that I was playing Prime 20 years ago as a four-year-old. <laughs> yeah. And it looked good back then. It still looks good. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like it, it hasn't aged all that bad, but and you can use emulators and such to up the resolution. It looks really good in 1080. Yeah, but I'm glad I was fancy doohickeys. Ashton has to update my GameCube, so I still got the same old screen. Right. Just a fancy TV now. It's not on a rainbow TV. Oh, that TV was so hard to see. <laughs> uh, it's actually a nice, decent flat screen that I can see it on now, but like I said, still at the same time, I would just, like you said, I would just get to remaster at that point. Right. Wouldn't be part of my GameCube up to it when the Switch does everything that I need it to do. Plus more. Right. Exactly. <clears throat> All right. 
a PS5 design flaw has been found. What's your thoughts on that? The typical don't stand up your console. Yeah. I mean, it's it's literally been preached since anything past the GameCube because the GameCube was the only one where you could really put it up right from how, but yet again, Nintendo understood that design flaw that all other companies pretty much had. I mean, you want to stick your PS1 or 2 sticking up sideways, so why do anything further out? Just because they got a bigger base doesn't mean that it's good to stick them up sideways. Like I said, I went my list with my first Xbox 360 because I knocked it over one time playing Call of Duty and I, it broke the whole entire inside of it. Yep. And then from that point on, every single console I had was flat down. But the issue that is with the design flaw is uh, it's possible that the console's look of metal cooling solution can leak and freeze over all the other components. The cooling solution should be contained. However, it is able to be uh, dislodged and overheating can contribute to this. So right. I, I guess the real factor is if you want to continue to keep it vertical against all odds is to either limit your playing time or to constantly have a new motherboard and everything else on deck to replace. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, the original fat PS2, you could put it vertically, but always had it, you know. Still, if you, like, I, like with the 360, if you hit and knocked it over, you was going to at least ruin your disc. Right. At the very least. Not if you broke your console even more. Yeah, and uh, Xbox 360, I've seen it happen because my cousin, he had a Xbox 360, one of the old white ones that first came out, and he always stood his vertically, but it just standing vertically and not even knocking it over can mess the disc up because it'll it can mess up the alignment of the laser and it'll burn a ring in your disc. And I've seen that happen on his. Just yep. for the PS5, it's not every PS5 that it'll do it but it does stand a higher chance if you run it vertically because liquid metal and they put a seal in there but every ps5 i mean they get them as close as they can but they're not all made the same so that seal could be a little bit off allowing it over time to leak all over the motherboard ruining the motherboard shorting out different components with that liquid metal or just like Colin said overheating so it's not a huge issue and it's not a big failing rate. So if you're worried about it, just put it horizontal. If and it's not a guarantee that it'll happen, but we're just letting I, you guys know that it is a thing. I mean, if you want to keep your $500 investment where it is, I would just put it horizontal regardless. Cause I mean, it don't look any more cool what it does standing up and what it does horizontal. Right. It's huge either way. Yeah. <laughs> It, I mean, obviously, the Xbox Series X is a whole different ballgame because it's takes the GameCube's design, basically. So it's a giant rectangle that's standing up instead of, you know, a flat, slimmer rectangle. Right. So, like I said, the base makes all the difference. Right. But, like I said, worst-case scenario is, or if you were super worried about it, which I would be personally... But like I said, I've already had my bad run in with keeping a console vertical, so every single console I have goes to a 
horizontal routes, minus the switch, because I don't guess technically there's a way you can put your switch horizontal. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Because <laughs> even if you're playing in handheld mode, you still got a vertical. I guess Unless you would lay it on the dock, like lay the dock on its back and just slide it in like underneath, I guess. That's still not convenient because the base is meant for no. because exit. <laughs> no, it's not convenient. I'm just saying you could. Yeah. So I, I guess it is possible, but at the same time, it don't make no sense because it's the base is meant for it because it's has that two sided thing. One, it protects the screen and then one, it keeps it upright. The dock right. is what it's meant for. <laughs> So yeah, like you... it has always been good about that. But I think the only thing I would question is the Wii. Because the Wii was like that, but they even had that giant piece on the bottom of it you slid into. And the Wii, I mean, it was a lot like the GameCube. You knock that thing over, nothing's going to happen to it. It's It was pretty resilient and tough. Mm-hmm. I guess it had but... to be that literally had uh, controllers that you could easily throw at it. Right. <laughs> But, uh, it, if you get if you guys are really worried about it and you're kind of taking, I mean, you could take it apart and lift up the heat sink and put thermal paste and get rid of that liquid metal if you wanted to, if you were that worried about it. But like I said, it's not that big of an issue. It's not a huge failure rate at, the, at this time. I mean, it could be in five years. It could be more. But as of right now, it's not. So if you're worried about it, just get some new thermal pads and put it under your heat sink and it should be all right. Yep. As about five years, it could be like the drift for joy cons <laughs> or red ring of death. That's right. <laughs> I never did get that far with the 360. I didn't either. Got lucky. I'm surprised at the way Ryland jumped around two inches from the TV playing call of duty. Yeah. That console got shook around a lot, him jumping around. All right, moving on. Since the big announcement and trailers of the Mario movie, there's been more rumors about a Zelda movie coming out. So do you think it's real? Do you think it's fake? Do you think we'll see it? Do you think it'll get canceled? What's your opinion? I mean, we've talked about it a few times on here. So it's the... Same old thing. It's like I said, their rumor still says that Tom Holland's going to beat his link. No, he's not. But Ashton won't allow it to happen. I won't watch it. Uh, I still think it's more of a rumor just because the time stamp on it is basically one year after the Mario movie set to be released. So, I mean, it's almost to the date. It's like spring of 2024 so yet again it's one of those things i'm just like well probably not just because you know this movie's going to be out soon and literally you're putting timestamp a year later and there's no news on it whatsoever but then again we don't i mean until nintendo lets out a direct about it 
I'm not going to believe a thing I see. <laughs> right. And I've got another order, article here. It's sources, com again. But the source of the rumor is a hit and miss. Not as reliable as Nate the Hate, for sure. Because, I mean, they have been right about some things, but they've been wrong about some things as well. Um, but it's giant freaking robot is the report. That's where it's from. But it is reported that Illumination, the studio, studio behind the upcoming Super Mario Bros. movie, will also be lending their talent to an animated Legend of Zelda film. But, like I said, take your journey to the grain of salt because the Mario movie's not even out yet, and they're announcing, I mean, not really announcing, but coming up with Zelda rumors. So it would be nice to see. And it'd be really cool to see because we've talked about it a lot and we'd love to see it. But do you think that Link would speak in the movie where he don't speak in the game? That's my biggest stipulation too is, I mean, like, like you said, he don't talk. Zelda just started talking. Yeah. Last game. Right. So after 35 years, I mean, not quite 35 years, it was closer to 30, is of what it was 29 whenever Breath of the Wild came out. Yeah. So, yet again, it's one of those things. It was either 29 or 31. It came out on 17, right? Yeah. So it was 31. Because it came out in 86. So, after 31 years, Zelda finally got to talk. I mean, obviously, they're, obviously they always had words underneath him. Link, never. It's always people just talking to him. Right. And then they just answer but, like he did say something. But, at the same time, with that same grain of salt you're talking about, is Mario has tackling in the games, have only said, like, five repeatable phrases but right. yet they're about the whole thing so I mean I know the old show was out in the 80s Link talked so right. I mean it's not like it's speculation for it not to happen I mean obviously they'd have to do it story wise because I mean a story can't grow if you got a silent this isn't the 1920s silent films aren't a thing anymore right we're a hundred years past the silent film eras. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think they would have to make him speak. Like you said, in the eighties, the TV show that was out that he did speak in it and it wasn't awkward or anything. It, it, it was actually a pretty good TV show. I've watched a lot of it and, um, I don't, they just have to pick somebody good to be link, not Tom Holland. It's it's going to be a voice act. It's going to be a voice actor, anyways. It don't make a difference. You're not. It's not like he's going to be Spider Man on the screen, right? That's true. But still, Tom Holland's voice don't sound like Link. No, it's not what you would think. Uh, the Hoarder to Triforce of Courage would sound like, right? Yeah, exactly. But you don't want him having a big, you know, manly raspy voice either. So. Like somewhere in between Tom Holland and like the deepest voice you can find in Hollywood. Right. <laughs> not really a movie fanatic on that end of the spectrum to know what actors sound deep or not, but you know, like I said, it's just one of those things you got to find the in between 
of those just for have, a voice actor. Just have Ryan Reynolds voice him. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't get his Pikachu, so I'm sure he could do good as Link. I don't think he would fit his Link. That voice, I don't think it fits his Link. Which yeah. I, I would probably, if you had told me he would have voiced Pikachu, I probably would have said his voice don't fit Pikachu, but it actually does pretty well in Detective mm-hmm. Pikachu. So I could be wrong. Maybe it does. I don't know. Maybe he's the Link. Maybe they'll pick him. Or him or The Rock or something. I don't know. I think The Rock would probably be a good Link, voice wise. It's like at in between. Yeah, it could be. Because he can hit several octaves, which I know most actors can. That's what they get paid to do. But Right. It's. Like I said, rock probably make a lot of sense. Yeah, but they'll probably pick somebody not as high named to do it. Which I don't know. They had picked a lot of good names for the Mario movie. I mean, Chris Bray is a pretty good high name, you know. And then uh, Jack Black. Mario. Uh, Like I said, I never thought Chris Pratt would be a Mario. Right, and it fits him pretty well. I mean, he's not Italian, but he fits pretty well. I mean, I see Jack Black being a Bowser, but Chris Pratt is more of... <laughs> yeah, Jack Black does a really good job as Bowser. It fits him really well. Okay, moving on. GameCube-style Joy-Cons announced. Uh, Definitely a good idea. And it is set to fix the drift issues that are on the current Joy-Cons. So, for for the combination of that and the nostalgia purpose, I mean, I don't know how many times I've got mad that my Switch has the layout how it is, which I know it was that way on the N64. That's how the buttons layout were. It had the same thing, but the GameCube, yet again, as we talked about before, was the revolutionary for the uh, controllers. Mm-hmm. So to Steve at implemented on Joy-Con, I would fork up the money to get that, especially playing Smash in handheld mode. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be that's really nice. Because that's the only reason why I bought that GameCube controller that hooks up to the Bluetooth for the Switch is for that. I, let me say, I was really disappointed in that controller. I was too because you couldn't remap the buttons to where it actually was, and then they had it set still weird. Like if you was in Smash, for instance, you can't. It was what it was on the GameCube controller, like the and same buttons remap it. I don't know if it was because I was playing, I used to playing the with the same WaveBird controller for twenty years. Obviously, the buttons would be a little easier to push. That controller just seemed like the buttons were stiff, and you had to push a little harder to get them to push. Uh, see, I didn't have an issue. Like I said, my issue was the button layout. And you couldn't, like I said, you couldn't remap it. As the only controller, you couldn't remap it on. Yeah. You can remap the actual Switch Joy-Cons. You can remap it on... I think you could remap it on the Pro Controller, couldn't you? Yeah. And like I said, the GameCube controller version, you couldn't remap the buttons. <laughs> but yeah, it is the... Nixie Wizard, uh, like Colin said, they have the Hall Effect joysticks, so they, in theory, they will never drift because there's no components in there that are touching, making friction, so they'll never wear out, so to say. But magnets do wear out, but it'll be a very, very long time. Oh, I guess and, my, I mean, my, my 
George Thompson didn't start drifting for a long time, but I didn't play it near as often as what you did. <laughs> right, and I have replaced uh, my Joy-Cons because they did start drifting, but it took – yours started drifting for my did, and I played my Switch more. So just it's hit and miss, depends on – Oh, I thought mine started drifting for yours because you knew the solution right away. Yeah, yours did start first. I thought that's what I said. I might have said it backwards. No, I I thought yours had done it first since you knew what I was talking about. Oh, no. I've just seen a lot online. Gotcha. But um, just some highlights of this. The AB and XY light up, which is pretty cool, I guess, if you need that. You don't know where the buttons are. If you're playing it, you need to know where the buttons are. I mean, that's that's my dark. Oh, yes. (laughs) Right. And uh, removable joysticks and a joystick ring for different games. I'm didn't do a whole lot of research on that, but that's pretty cool. And it will wake up the switch, and it has gyroscope, and it has turbo and macro buttons as well. It is sixty nine ninety nine, and they went out of stock almost as soon as they went live. So a lot of people picking these up. Uh, I do. I would like to buy them and try them out sometime. Uh, just even. Playing, especially Smash in handheld mode, but really any game in handheld mode, it'll give you a grip to hold on to. I mean, I do have my um, grips that I bought that I slide my Switch into, but GameCube controllers are more comfortable. So, definitely a lot more comfortable. <laughs> so, I mean, I, it, it's a really good idea. And I'm surprised that nobody's thought of this and already came out with it before. Outside of personal mods, and yeah, you know. eh, I mean it makes sense because I think Nintendo had a small play in this, even though it wasn't really a complete play in. Right, like I mean, they licensed stuff out to like Power A. That's who made that one GameCube controller, and other companies, you know, Hypergun and things. So maybe they licensed this out, or maybe you, know, you never know. But uh, it's not just in handheld; it's, it has the rails like you do for those actual Joy-Cons. You can put them in like that controller type thing and kind of looks like a WaveBird controller when you do that, but you can play it on the Switch, so it's pretty cool. I don't know. I've still only played on WaveBird like twice, and that was yours each time. (laughs) Yeah. I still prefer to plug it into the GameCube and keep on going. (laughs) I don't know. I'd rather have a WaveBird. I think they're... I don't know. I don't know if it's just where they're kind of they're filled in the middle. I just think the weight distributes better, but that might just yeah. be where I'm used to playing them. Yeah. But, I mean, I played out. wired controllers too. You know, we played wired controllers at your house and at my malls. We had a GameCube. We didn't have our waybirds there. So we used wired controllers. Yeah. The only crappy part about the wire controllers is rolling them back up after you're done. Yeah. I guess so you don't long. have to. I guess you don't have to, but it's better to. Yeah. That definitely saves a lot more space. Makes it look neater yeah. anyways. Yeah, it does. That's for sure. Yeah. All right. Um, probably shouldn't go on to the next topics. Because surprisingly, we beat the odds and we're actually made them last longer what we expected them to. Yeah, I was expecting to go through them. But they'll be there for next week. I do want to... Uh, say the games that are coming out for January. They're 
it was kind of just for the ending, like first search was that part, but that's why I didn't put them in our topics. But so uh, the game passes? No, just the new games releasing for this month. Oh, well, I didn't put them in the. Yeah, okay. I didn't put them in t- topics because I was just going to do it for like the ending, like when we do our socials and crap. Oh, okay. Then go ahead and hit it then. All right. January games coming out this month. I mean, there's more than this, but these are the highlights. Fire Emblem and Engage comes out January 20th. If you're a Fire Emblem fan. Dead Space Remake comes out January 27th. That's that's one to pick up if I had a next-gen console. <laughs> and then SpongeBob, the Cosmic Shake, comes out January 31st. We'll be picking that up. And trying it out because we've always loved SpongeBob games from right. Battle for Bikini Bottom and the movie and others. But definitely check it out. And it's only $40, it's not a full price $60 Switch game. You can find that on yeah. Amazon if you get a link. Yeah, they are already, by the time you hear this, I've already put them in our podcast episode description for this episode. So they're already down there. Just scroll down. Hit the link and buy it. Don't forget to follow our TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, Mastodon. If you have a Mastodon account, it's pretty much uh, Twitter for gaming. Redbubble, YouTube, NordVPN now. They are a now sponsor. To Ashton's demise, it sounds like, looks like. I'm not going to say anything. But, uh, guys, definitely join our Discord so we can chat with you guys. Because that, I mean, that'd be the easiest way to talk to us. And we'd love to talk to you guys and discuss. We just go in there and chill out and, you know, just hang out and talk with you guys. If you guys have any questions, have any feedback, we'd love to hear it. And so the link will definitely be in the subscription as it is every week. I know we don't, we always forget to mention the Discord, but yeah, join the Discord so we can chat with you guys yeah it seems like discord's pretty much overlooked twitch too we got twitch we do we don't have any content right there anymore i gotta get a capture card but i gotta find mine it's somewhere bad and it's eh, i need a computer to record on anyway so i'm still out of luck on that one (laughs) i I have the computer i have everything i need just i don't have the capture card so i send you a capture card yeah. If not, I'll pick one up eventually. But thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you guys next week. Later, guys. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.